the volume. The Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco podcast is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to bet the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. This is why I love betting on the FanDuel Sportsbook. It's America's number one sportsbook for obvious reasons. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. Fast payouts in as quick as two hours. Are you kidding me? And do you see these same game parlay bets? Not to mention the live betting. Just a gorgeous platform all the way across the board. FanDuel is making it easy for everyone to bet this season with a bunch of promotions that they will be sharing all season long on my podcast. You can't miss it. We're talking about risk-free bets, same-game parlay bets, enhanced odds, markets, and more. That's boosted odds, baby. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code MONACO. So they know I sent you. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342 Arizona. 1-888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org forward slash chat Connecticut. 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com forward slash RG Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Michigan, Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789, Tennessee. Visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia. Happy New Week. It's another W of a Monday. Victory Monday yet again. If you listen to me on social media, Steelers on the money line. Bengals plus three outright W. Cupcake parlay looking stupendous. With a little Bills bounce back spot. With a Dolphins over the Jets. And a Bucks over the Saints. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking Danny Dialed. Moneyline Monaco. Alex Monaco on Twitter. I'm giving out picks. I'm tracking my picks on Action Network. We have cashed five straight locks. Of course, a special edition interview on Friday. A little bit evergreen there. You caught some winners on that as well if you tuned in. Just make sure you get better. Go back. Listen to it. Worth it if you're going on a little travel, a little drive this week. Holiday season coming up. Let's get some money for some shopping. Here we go. Lock of the day. Now, normally I go all in on the Monday night football game, but we got four games to dance on. I'm going to talk about three of them. I'm a little nervous to fire on Browns Raiders. I don't feel good about it at the moment. Can't find a lean there. So I'm going to discuss Vikings Bears out the gate and give you my picks in the other two games happening Tuesday night. That's the Rams hosting the Seahawks and the Eagles hosting the Washington football team. Lock of the day, Vikings double result. It's a little bit of juice, minus 135, minus 140. I'm seeing it flirting there on FanDuel. You can click more wagers underneath the bottom right of the Vikings Bears. 
and get to it to fire it in on your local FanDuel shop. Let's get to why lock of the day. All right. I'm loving this Vikings team in this spot, going against a Bears team, absolutely spiraling. All right. Home underdog on the year. They're 0-4 against the spread. They have given up 29 points in five of their last seven games. Coming off a game where they gave up over 40 points, people, listen to this. For a team that prides themselves on defense, the most points they have given up since 2015 Week 2, that 45 points to the Packers. And that was a minus 12 and a half point spread that looked like when they had the lead, when they got that kick return, they had a shot. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. This is a 24th in the league defense, according to DVOA and Football Outsiders. Offensively, they're even worse. They're 26th and 30th in success rate. Bottom five in points, four at 17.8 points per game. And I'm getting a Minnesota Vikings team to win the first half and win the game on the money line. That came off a game where they have extra days to prepare, by the way, against this Bears squad Thursday night where they were up 23-0, trolling at the Steelers' beer pong table. The Pittsburgh offense was at halftime 23-0. The Vikings were up at half. Dalvin Cook missed a career high on the ground by one yard, ran for 205 and two touchdowns. All right. I know it's Kirk non-primetime Cousins. I know I said I wouldn't touch him in these kind of games. I did a little digging. He's got a passer rating of 90.6 in those 10 Monday Night Football games. This Bears team is going the exact opposite way. And oh, by the way, I don't like bringing this up as reasoning, but there's 12 Bears, including five starters, that are out due to COVID protocol. That includes both starting tackles and their right guard. Justin Fields is going to be on the go, spiraling all day under the rest. This Vikings defense is better than their statistics show. And I got another reason why I like the Vikings in the first half. In addition to dominating last week in the first half and shutting out the Steelers. The Bears start very slow. They haven't scored a touchdown the first quarter in the last seven games. It's tied for the longest streak in the NFL. They have not scored a first quarter touchdown in almost half an old school football season. Seven straight. Minnesota's the fourth ranked offense with most points in the NFL. In the first half, they put up 14 points a game by halftime. Chicago under 10 and ranked 24th in that same category. We got a top four in yards gained offense, top 10 in points for mini squad, hopefully getting Thielen back. If they don't, I still trust Kirk. I still trust Dalvin. And of course, JJ, Mr. Justin Jefferson. And this is just as much about the Bears offense as it is how the Vikings start games. I'm loving it. I'm swallowing it. I don't like the six and a half, so I'm not touching it. If it was at three and a half, I would have been all over it. 
I think that's a little bit of a big number. They have not danced yet this season. Bears do have pride. It is a Monday night game. But right now, I feel the Vikings are going to do enough. The analytics show. The statistics back us. And honestly, the Bears, who are we intimidated on offense of? Kirk has been over 30 touchdowns, averaging 277 a game of fish. For me, that's enough to fire on this, swallow the juice. I'm going to take Vikings to win the half, Vikings to win the game, minus 140, lack of the day. Let's keep it moving. And I'm on to the Degenerate Special. And I love this pick. And it pays plus 142. I'm throwing the Vikings on the money line, the Rams on the money line, and the Eagles on the money line. COVID affecting all three of these teams in a big way. You know why I like the Vikings. The 7-6 and six against the spread. They're fighting for their playoff hopes. They want to get back to 500. I think they can make a push, run the table, lose one more game, maybe sneak in as the NFC East teams beat up on each other. NFC West starts to even out. Could be a sleeper Vikings playoff team, maybe. I'm not going to put any money into it, but I think it starts tonight, Monday Night Football. They get a convincing win. They cash us a money line W. Again, this Bears offense has been horrendous. And you look at that 30 points last week, don't get it twisted, all right? They had some help from some plays that will not happen in this game tonight. I am loving the Vikings on the money line, and I'm loving the Rams at home in this spot. A little momentum, to say the least, off of a, and oh, by the way, second game where they're in prime time Monday night. I was on them. You heard it. Locked, cashed out, right? I took the plus two and a half and I took it straight to Macy's to cash some holiday shopping. Miracle on 34th Street, people. The Rams. What can I say about them against the Seahawks? They've won straight up and covered three in a row. They've won four of their last five versus the Seahawks in L.A. They're 6-0 in their last six as favorites against the Seahawks. Last time they danced earlier this season, they beat them by nine. Stafford threw for 365 yards. Russell Wilson was held in check. And I actually love that the Seahawks are coming off a couple of wins because they're 3-11 against the spread in their last 14 games following a straight-up win. They're also 0-4 against the spread in their last four road games versus a team with a winning record this season. So I'm looking at this. I'm saying Seahawks in their last nine in L.A. have covered two times. They're 2-7 on a cover. Also on the head-to-head, the favorites are 4-1 against the spread in their last five. I mean, it's an eyeball test. You saw what the Rams did against the Cardinals. Couple of Kyler Murray picks. They're similar in style. Russell Wilson's a little more fundamentally sound for sure. But you look at that Arizona offense, they have a better running game than the Seahawks do. Penny's out. Collins is out. Chris Carson's been out the whole year. They're in trouble there. This is a team that won it without a couple of tackles and Jalen Ramsey last week against the Cardinals. And you look at the Seattle team, they give up a lot of yards, top five in overall yards given up defensively, but then they're also the king of the unders. 
They're hitting in four of their last five meetings, eight and three on the under in their last 11. Why? Because they don't score the football. Yes, they scored against the Texans last week, but who doesn't score against the Texans? That overhit in the Jags-Texans game last night as well. I think the number's a little big. Yes, Odell's out. Cup, there's some big time questionable things you could look at here, but I'm going to say the better coach team. You look at historically, Shanahan owns McVay, but McVay owns Carroll. The bubble gum is all but out of flavor. I think we just need a Rams win. I like it in this money line parlay degenerate special. I'm throwing it in. And I wrap it up. Say what you will about him, but I'm going to dance with the Philadelphia Eagles at home. I have not touched them a lot on the podcast this season. I think they're in a good spot here. I'm blown away by this sentence, but there are 23 players. Now, some will come off the COVID list, but 23 Washington football team players that were on a COVID not going to play list this past weekend. And that's a big part of why they moved this game to Tuesday. Ram Seahawks dancing on Tuesday as well, so you have some time to flirt with it. This is a Washington football team that is not going to have Taylor Heineke, is not even going to have the luxury of Kyle Allen. Garrett Gilbert? Who? Does he even have a picture in Madden? Does he even have a Madden rating? This man was on the Cowboys, I think. Couldn't even stay on a team where he's not even having any pressure to start or anything. He just couldn't even stay on the team. All right. This Eagles team is a perfect 6-0 after a win their last six against the Washington football team at home. All right. It's the 12th ranked offense in the league, believe it or not, and the number one rushing offense in the NFL. They're putting up 160 on the ground. It's absolutely incredible. Incredible. And their defense is better than the Washington football teams. It's 16th versus 23rd in points against. I'm getting a better offense. I'm getting a better defense. I'm getting home field advantage. And we're going against a third string quarterback. Scary Terry will not be suiting up likely at wide receiver. McKissick's questionable. Is Gibson and Logan Thomas? Oh no, he's hurt again too. Gonna beat this Philly team? No, I think Hertz has all the momentum here. He wants to prove it's not Minshew magic going on as well after that Jets win. I like the Eagles here at home. They play well at home. I don't know if they cover. This line has moved a ton. That's why I'm going money line. And again, these are all, do your research, let it shake out, Tuesday night starts, so wait on it, but at the moment, I'm going to dance with the Vikings, who I love on the money line, the Rams on the money line, and the Eagles on the money line at plus 142 to cash us our degenerate special. Let's keep it moving. And I just got to do this now. I'm going to throw in a prop. As much as it would be fun to throw in a prop on one of these games, I'm going NBA. I got to lock this in before Christmas, all right? Because I don't know where these odds will be. There's tons of NBA basketball left. But I got to take Steph Curry for MVP at plus 135 right now on FanDuel. And I told myself I'd do it around plus 270 the other week. And then all he's done 
is gone off and off and off. And I know Durant's having a heck of a season. I know he's playing tremendous basketball. But you look at what Curry's done this season already. He's already notched a 50-point game against the Hawks. He's had his first Ice Cube triple-double since years ago. He's had four games of nine plus three-pointers. Five, including eight plus three-pointers. He is on fire. He's top three right now, fluctuating at top four in points per game, around 27. He's averaging 5.4 threes a game. It's a career high. I just think Durant is going to be on somewhat of a pitch count this year. They're going to be playing for the playoffs. Here's an odd thought, too. If Kyrie only plays road games, there's some sick world where Brooklyn's incentive to want to win out in the East is not as high because they're going to get a top 10 player, top 15 player, say what you will, in more road games than they are at home games if he chooses to still remain unvaccinated. So I'm looking at this. I'm saying right now, the Warriors are 23-5 and five atop the Western Conference. That's part of it. They're the number one cover in the NBA. And they don't even have Clay back. And they don't even have Wiseman back. And so this team's going to be even better. But it just goes to show you that what Stafford-less is doing in under 800 games to Ray Allen, a.k.a. Jesus Shuttlesworth's 1,300 games by breaking the all-time three-point record is absolutely remarkable. He's going to cross 3,000 threes here before the All-Star break. And in a career-type year, it's kind of the same methodology with Tom Brady. He gets the touchdown record. Then he gets the 700th touchdown no man has ever done. If a year where Curry wins the West or one of the top three in points four and top three records team-wise, in addition to the number one three-point shooter, in addition to the record. I mean, I was in MSG when this happened, people. It is unprecedented what happens when this man steps on the court. He is unequivocally the most valuable player in the NBA right now. You take him off the Warriors, they're not even a playoff team. They're not even a playoff team. You take Kevin Durant off the Nets, I think they could probably still be top eight in the East with Harden. It's like a Rockets old school throwback team post Dwight. I think there's a little bit of value here. I wouldn't call it a value play. It's only plus 135. But as the days go on, as the threes keep accumulating, as the points keep dropping and the wins keep happening, I got to make a case real quick here. To just lock it in on a record. I'm going to take it plus money because I don't know if we will get it this good later in the season and a couple weeks as they go by. Steffordless plus money, fan duel, and that's how we dance on a Monday. Action-packed show. Vikings double result. Little plus 142 degenerate special money line parlay. I'm not dancing on any spreads. It's a crazy COVID week, people. God tread lightly. Just remember, I cash. Bengals plus three outright. Steelers on the money line, 2-0 on against the spread picks yesterday. These games, they're pushed back for a reason. Rivalry game, home dog getting points. I'll take the value with the double result, and then we'll see 
the Rams and the Eagles can take care of biz for us to cash this. And that's how we dance, people. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Appreciate you. Thanks for all shouting me out when you do and you cash. We take this seriously. We take our fun seriously. Shout out to Brums on the ones and twos. Happy early holidays. As always, don't forget to hug your mother. Ta-ta, real smooth. The Volume.